Hey, kings and queens, welcome back to another episode of The Royal Identity with your girl, Sharon Alexis. It's so good to be back and speaking to you all. I hope everyone is having a blessed and amazing week. The Royal Identity is a place where people are empowered to walk in their godly purpose while embracing their identity in Christ. Before we get into this episode, how is everyone doing? How are you doing mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically? I hope all is well with you. It's the end of the week. It's officially Friday. We're about to enter into the weekend. I hope everyone had an amazing week, a week filled with God's love, his favor, his blessings, his peace. I hope you're experiencing God's grace and his favor on your life this month of May. As you all know that the month of May is the fifth month of the year and five stands for God's grace and his favor. And I hope as you go into your weekend that your weekend is also blessed and amazing filled with God's grace and his favor. Now let's get right into it. So yesterday I made a post on the Royal Identity Instagram. And if you are already, go ahead and pause it right here and go on Instagram and follow at the Royal Identity on Instagram to stay updated what what's going on here at the Royal Identity. I post weekly, daily on the Royal Identity just to encourage you and uplift you and tell you the word of the Lord. So yesterday I posted on the page and I said, let me tell you something. Your case is not new before God. What you are going through is not new. God has healed before. God has worked miracles before. God has raised the dead before. If you go through scripture, God has done much and he's set to do much more. The glory of the latter shall be greater than the former. So what is your case? Loneliness, heartbreak, sickness, poverty. What is your case? What is the case that Jesus has not done before? If you are confused, go through the Bible. There's nothing impossible for God. If he's done it before, he will do it again much more. 1 Corinthians 2.9 in the NIV version. However, as it is written, what no eye has seen, what no ear has heard, what no human mind has conceived, the things that God has prepared for those who love him. The things you've heard before are mighty, but God is saying there is more. God is saying there is more. That is such a powerful statement. I love that statement. So I posted that on my page and the title for today's um, podcast episode is God will do it again. Someone say, God will do it again. He will do it again. He will do it again. The song Do It Again has been in my spirit since yesterday. I just love that song because it says, I've seen you move. You move the mountains and I believe you will do it again. I'm believing that God will do it again, no matter what it seems like, no matter what you're going through, no matter what the enemy is saying, no matter what society is saying. God will do it again. He will do it again for you. He will do it again. There's nothing impossible for Christ. There's nothing God cannot do. I was reading through the Bible today and I was just looking at the many miracles God has worked. And I'm like, wow, God, you will do it again. Your word says that the glory shall be greater. The glory shall be greater. The glory shall be greater. 
He's set to do so much more. And a lot of times we allow what we're going through to cloud our minds, to cloud our memory. And we don't remember what God has done for us. If God has woke you up, he will do it again. If God woke you up and you have a pulse, therefore you have a purpose, no matter what it seems like, no matter what the enemy is trying to say to you today, God will do it again. He will do it again. That word is so, it's just so powerful because it's like when you read through the Bible and you see all the miracles God has worked, he's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. He's an everlasting father. So what makes you think that God will not do it again? No matter how long it takes, God will do it again. He's so capable. He's so able. He wants to do it for you, right? He wants to do it for you, no matter what it seems like. We're going to read Haggai 2.9. That's the scripture we're standing on. I love this verse. It says, the glory of this latter temple shall be greater than the former, says the Lord of hosts. And in this place, I will give you peace, says the Lord of hosts. I'm going to repeat that again. The glory of this latter temple shall be greater than the former, says the Lord of hosts. And in this place, I will give you peace. Wow. I will give you peace. I will give you peace. I love, I love that. I highlighted this verse and I started to think about God has done so much more. When you look through the Bible, here's some of the miracles that I want to share with you. There's so much more than what I'm about to share. God, he saw a man that has been that had been lying there for 38 years. And God saw him and God said, rise up, take your bed and walk. You've been made whole. Imagine if God was able to make somebody whole who has not been whole for 38 years, he's able to make you whole, no matter what kind of feeling of emptiness that you're experiencing now, God is able to make you whole. He's able to fill every void in your heart. He's able to fill every void in your mind, every hole in your heart. Only God can satisfy you. Only he can make you whole. The glory of the latter shall be greater than the former. It doesn't matter what you went through in your past. This man that had been lying there, he's been there empty. He's been there sick for 38 years. But one day God showed up and he said, rise up, take your bed and walk. You've been made whole. You've been made whole. It doesn't matter what it looks like. You've been made whole. It doesn't matter who rejected you. It doesn't matter if your father left you and made you empty. God is making you whole. It doesn't matter what friends said about you. It doesn't matter who backstabbed you. God is making you whole. I feel so strongly and passionate about this. God is making you whole. The glory of the latter shall be greater than the former. So if God can make this person whole, after 38 years, imagine for you, if the glory of the latter shall be greater than the former, imagine how quickly he can make you whole. If you just submit to him, if you just surrender to him, imagine. Let's go on to the next miracle that God worked. In Luke 17, verse 11 through 19, for 12 years, excuse me, he healed 10 lepers. He healed 10 people that had leprosy, 10 people, 10 people at once. He said, you are healed. You are whole. And, and then God went on 
in Luke 8, verse 43 to 49, he healed the woman with the issue of blood. This Bible, a lot of people know this story in the Bible, but they don't realize that this woman, she was so ashamed. She was so filled. She had been bleeding for 12 years. Imagine you've been bleeding for 12 years. You, you would walk around feeling guilty, feeling so dirty, feeling worthless. But God came and he said, I will make you whole. You are healed. I've healed you. I always look back at the stories in the Bible. Whenever I'm feeling down, whenever I'm feeling sick, I said, God, I will say, God, you've healed this person before. You've healed before. You can heal me now. That's like, that's something to hold on to. Whenever you're feeling like God doesn't hear you, like God cannot do it. You go through the Bible and you find whatever situation you are going through. And you hold on to that. And you say, God, you've done it before. I know you are capable of doing it again. I don't, I don't care what the world is saying to me. I don't care about the doctor's report. I don't care what the doctor has to say. God, I know you're a healer. You healed the woman with the issue of blood. You healed the 10 leprosies. You healed before. So I know you can heal me again. I know you can heal me. God, I know you can do it again. Just say that. God, I know you can do it again. I know you can do it again. No matter what it seems like, God, I know you can do it again. And if we read Mark 6, verse 35 through verse 44, God used five loaves. Wow, he's such an amazing God. He used five loaves and two fish to feed 5,000 men. Maybe he didn't catch that. He used five loaves and two fish to feed 5,000, not 500, not five people, 5,000 men in their family. Imagine, imagine, imagine two loaves of bread, five loaves of bread, excuse me, and two fish to feed 5,000 men and their families. And now we don't know how much people they had in their family. So not even 5,000 people. He fed more, over 5,000 people. So whenever you're lacking, whenever you feel, whenever your house is lacking, whenever your household is lacking, you say, God, you've used five loaves of bread and two fish to feed 5,000 men in their family. God, I know you can feed me. I know you will feed me. God, you've did it before. I know you can use whatever to feed me. I know you will make a way for me. God is a provider. He will never allow his children to lie. He said his children will not be begging for bread. He will not ever allow you to lack. If you submit to him and surrender to him, he will not allow you to lack. He's done it before. He's used two fish and five loaves of bread to feed 5,000 people. No matter what your pantry looks like, no matter what your fridge looks like, he will never allow you to go hungry. He will never allow you to go hungry. As long as you have that mustard seed faith, God will provide for you. He's worked this miracle before. So who tells you that? If you're looking at your empty fridge, that God won't fill that fridge up. He won't fill that pantry up. We have to learn how to trust God. 
We have to learn how to trust him whenever you you feel like your faith is wavering, like your faith is shaking. You go into the word of God. You go into Mark 6, 6 excuse me, verse 35 through 44. And you say, God, wow, you were able to feed these 5,000 men in their family. I know you can feed me and my family. I know you can feed me and my sisters. I know you can feed me and my children. I know you can feed me. You will do it again. 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 The next miracle that God worked. In Ezekiel 37, he caused mere dry bones, dry bones without flesh, without any life in them. He caused those dry bones to live. No matter what it looks like, no matter what you're going through in life, no matter what kind of dryness, what kind of drought you're experiencing in your life now. In Ezekiel 37, God was able to cause dry bones to have flesh and to live again, to have breath in their body. No matter drought, no matter what drought you're experiencing in your life, no matter what dryness you're experiencing in your mind, in your finances, in your education, God is causing that to live again. He's breathing life into that situation. No matter what it looks like, God will do it again that's what he's saying to you today i will do it again that dry situation that drought in your life yeah it looks like a drought but i am the god who caused dry bones to live i am the god who breathed air into those dry bones and placed skin on their bones and they were able to rise up and walk god is saying i will do it again just trust in me just trust in me have i not told you that the glory of the latter shall be greater than the former. God is placing a new glory on your situation. He's placing a new glory on your life, a new glory on your mind. Yeah, it looks like that business won't work. But God is saying, I will breathe air into that business. That's what it looks like now. Just wait on me. Just have that faith and wait on me. Be still in my presence and trust in me. No matter what it looks like. Yeah, it looks like you don't have any money in your bank account. Yeah, it looks like you're living in poverty. But I will do it again. I will provide for you. I will make provision for you. No matter what it looks like, that business will live. That vision will live. That dream will live. According to my will, it will live. Your finances will live. Your ministry will live. Your education will live. Your career will live. God will do it again. And the last one that I, the last miracle that I wanted to share with you all. Actually, I have two more that I want to share. I can't leave this other one out. God said, and first he used, God used David David, a small boy, a small boy to defeat Goliath, a giant. If you look at 1 Samuel chapter 17, verse 40, God used David to use, he caused David to use a stone just to throw it at Goliath and to defeat Goliath. God will do it again. He will use you to defeat your situation with something small. Your situation is not bigger than you. Your circumstance is not bigger than God. If God lives in you, it's not bigger than you. It's not bigger than God. 
See, when, when David went to go defeat Goliath, he didn't go by himself. He knew exactly who he was going with. He knew his creator. He trusted his maker. That's why when he went with that with those stones, he had so much confidence because he knew that God was with him. God is with you and he will do it again. I want you to go back to whatever you gave up on. Go back and go with God this time. Don't go by yourself. Go with God's strength this time, not with your own strength. God will use you to defeat that situation with something as small as five stones. David defeated a giant, whatever giant in your life, whatever Goliath in your life, God is using you. He's going to use you to destroy that giant for his glory so that you will be able to testify so that one day people can look at your life and be like, wow, God did it for him. God used him. God used him. God allowed him to have victory, so God will do it for me. We have to look at our lives as evidence for other people. Know that you are not living for yourself. You are living for God and God alone. You're not living for yourself. So when God do, does something in your life, or when God allows you to go to, through certain situations with your education, it's for somebody else to see that, wow, God brought her through. God allowed her to go to college for free. God allowed him to create that business. God allowed you to do this. He allowed you to pass through those trials and tribulations. You had to go through so much before you can get to the promised land, but you're not, you're not realizing that those things, those detours in the road before you got to the promised land were for God's glory so that you can one day be able to testify and someone can look at that testimony like, wow, if God did it for him, if God did it for her, he can, he can do it for me. God will do it again. The glory of the latter shall be greater than the former. Stand on that scripture. I'm going to share one more miracle with you all. If you look at 2 Corinthians 2, verse 12, God opened a door of opportunity for Paul. Paul was going to preach somewhere, and God opened the door and uh, allowed him to go and enter into that place with ease. God will do it again in this month, in this year, in the years to come. God will open doors of opportunity for you because God made room for Paul. He will make room for you. The places where you think you're not qualified to go, God will take you. The places where you think you're not good enough to walk into, God will cause you to walk into those places because he did it. In 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 12, he did it for Paul, so he will do it for you. He will open that door of opportunity for you. He will go before you and cause those doors to open for you no matter what. Just have that mustard seed faith because God will do it again no matter what it looks like. No matter what it seems like, he will do it again. God will do it again. I just want you all to just meditate on that, that God will do it again. He will do it again. He will do it again, no matter what it seems like. I want to encourage you today to know that God is able and he will do it again, no matter what the situation looks like. Do not allow your present circumstance to define you. Do not allow it to define you. Do not allow it to define you. So today, stand on the verse, Haggai 2, 
verse 9, stand on that verse. Stand on it. The glory of this latter temple shall be greater than the former, says the Lord of hosts. And in this place, I will give you peace, says the Lord of hosts. He will give you peace. God will do it again. And not only will he do it again, but when he does it again, he will add peace. More peace than you had before. More joy than you had before. Joy unspeakable. Unmerited favor. Grace that never runs out and never runs dry. Drink from God today. Only he can satisfy you. Only he can do it. He will use you as another miracle that can be written down in history for somebody else to look at and testify. Your testimony is not for you. Your testimony is not for you. Your trials and tribulations, they're bigger than you. They're for somebody else to look at and be like, wow, God, you did it for her. You did it for him. So I know you can do it for me. He's the same God, the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. He's everlasting. He's the same one that created the heavens and the earth, that created the sky, the ground. He created everything. He's the same God that works, that worked those miracles. And he's the same God that can work a miracle in your life. He's the same God that can cause those mountains to fall into dry, into dry ground. He's the same God that can make a way where there seems to be no way. He's the same God that can provide for your family, that can use five loaves of bread and two fish to feed you and your family, to feed your entire family for years that you will never lack. God can do it again. So just stand on that word and be encouraged. Before we go, if you haven't given your life to Christ and you want to give your life to Christ today, Just repeat this prayer after me. Dear Lord Jesus, I know that I am a sinner and I ask for your forgiveness. I believe you died for my sins and rose from the dead. I turn from my sins and invite you to come into my heart and life. I want to trust and follow you as my Lord and personal Savior in Jesus name. Amen. Welcome to the kingdom. I'm so happy that you were able to give your life to Christ today. If you have any questions, please, please, please feel free to email me at hi at the royal identity.co. Again, that email is hi at the royal identity.co. Thank you all for listening to this podcast today. If you haven't already, already, please follow the royal identity on Instagram at The Royal Identity. Follow us on Facebook as well at The Royal Identity. We're also on Twitter, identity underscore royal. TikTok at The Royal Identity. Pinterest at The Royal Identity. Thank you for all those who have supported me, who have shared, who have liked, who have subscribed. You guys are so appreciated and loved and be blessed. Have a great weekend. Have a great rest of your day. Thank you all for listening wherever you are. I appreciate you. Jesus loves you. I love you with the love of Christ. I hope you all be blessed and just do great things. Go out there and believe that God will do it again. And don't ever, 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 ever forget that you are royalty. You are who God says you are. Be blessed. Have a great one. Deuces.